0: Whenever you think of years that have gone by, uh, years that you've lived through and the many challenges that you've had to face in previous years and think of some of the scars that those years have left or those challenges and obstacles have left inside of you that are now that you're now carrying into other years that you are having to live through does it not bring about the question of what are the important things that I need to do in order to prepare for the year ahead of me so that I can make sure that if I face the very same obstacles, they do not uh, pose as much of a threat to me And here's the thing about challenges, right? They don't only pose a challenge to you. They don't only pose a threat to you, but they can directly impact and attack you while also impacting and affecting the people around you. So this is why it's one of the most important things for you to think about the important, the crucial and significant things that you need to do at the beginning of every year in order for you to prepare yourself for that year. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, "Ah, I know what he's going to say. He's going to tell me I need to write down my goals and I need to write down my strategy and write down the three most important things that I want to accomplish for the year. That's not necessarily the approach that I want to take with this discussion, right? What I actually want to bring to your attention, what I want to propose to you is take a moment to reflect on a number of things that are internal and personal to you. For example, one of the most important things and advices I've never gotten on how to prepare for a year that I'm about to, um, um, you know, experience or go through is just going for therapy or counseling, Um, just to go and reflect on how some of the things from the previous year have impacted me and what kind of an impact have I had on other people's lives not many people in our lives have much time to listen to us talk and complain and tell them deeply about the things that are hurting us and let alone the fact that they might not have enough time because they our friends have jobs our families are also trying to get by and live their own lives when you have someone whose profession is based on listening to you and giving you professional advice and also guiding you um, and sort of like tipping you towards the right direction in terms of solving your problems and overcoming certain things. It's a completely different story and quite honestly speaking I have to also be honest about the fact that it is a privilege. It's a privilege to be able to take a moment right and spend money On going out there and getting professional help. That is a huge privilege because not all of us have the time but more importantly we don't all have the money to do something like that Um, and that's something that we absolutely do need to acknowledge, right? So this is why I specifically said it's important to go for therapy or for counseling because some of us are in school, uh, some of us are in high school. Some of us are in varsity. And it, at a lot of these places, or even in college, at a lot of these places, you do find um, counselors on campus. And in some, some of us are fortunate enough that some universities even have professionally trained therapists with experience that you can go and talk to. Talk to them about your relationship with your parents, your relationship with family members that might have wounded you. Um, and the reason you want to do this is because you don't want the, the the wounds and the scars of previous years to follow you into this year. And for you to continue um, um, repeating the very same mistakes, that is something so important for us to do. I think that should be at the very top of each and every one of our lists, right? Um, the, the idea of going for therapy and going to reflect on some of the things that have wounded us and making sure that we don't carry those things into the new year. Another thing that I I would encourage you to do is to just take a moment. In fact, take multiple moments, right? Just like the, the issue with therapy and counseling. You can go once, but I would advise you to at least do a certain number of weeks of therapy, perhaps a full month if you can't afford to do Three months or six months. It's advisable to do at least uh, uh, three months, but if you can get at least a month, and I know that there's also some beautiful churches that offer counseling and therapy with trained people you know i wouldn't advise you to talk to someone at church who you know they just so happened to put them in counseling because they needed someone i would advise you to talk to someone who understands the profession and that everything you say to them is confidential and is sensitive and it should be dealt with in that way but another thing before spending too much time on the therapy thing is that Take a number of moments to go out, and this one is free, depending on how you choose to do it. Take a couple of moments to go out and reflect, have some alone time and reflect on some of the things that are important to you right um, reflect on the, th- the the kind of life that you 're living, what are you studying? Uh, take a moment to reflect on who are your friends and are they adding value to your life, like sit down. And, 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 and really, really think about these things. You know, whenever you, you want to go on a hike you want to invite a friend because it's a you want it to be a social activity. Whenever you want to go out and watch a movie, you want to invite a friend because you treat it as a social activity. Even if you want to go grab a bite and eat out. This is something I've mentioned before that I would like to see myself um, go out and enjoy lunch for the sake of it. Just be by myself. Not being productive, just if I have to listen to some lo-fi music, because it's very difficult to be alone with your own thoughts, right? Lo-fi music sort of helps you channel your thoughts and helps you not to be too idle. Uh, but I would encourage you to go on a hike. If you can afford it, go on an air- to an Airbnb, um, spend some time alone and reflect on your own thoughts. You don't need to make notes of everything. But if you are that type of a person, definitely reflect on your life. What are the things that you might be pursuing that you shouldn't be pursuing and that don't resonate well with you? And keeping in mind that I'm not the kind of person who believes that we all should be pursuing that one thing that is your purpose and you shouldn't be pursuing anything else. I don't believe in that. I do believe that at times you will find yourself pursuing things that don't always resonate with the your deepest calling and that's okay because there is a certain dignity that comes with being responsible right Um, if for example you're in high school and you see yourself doing a, a subject that you don't feel like aligns with your purpose like you should be doing this or that or going to play this sport it's okay for you to have enough responsibility and commitment and discipline to finish this thing I commend people who think in that way. Um, If you're in varsity, like if there are certain subjects or modules that you're doing and you feel like they don't align with who and what you want to become in life. I've learned and it's taken me quite a while to learn this lesson that it's okay to be at that place. That it's okay for me to to, to not always do things that I feel like align exactly and, you know, uh, align well with what I feel is my purpose and my goal in life. I've, I've learned that the hard way. And I know that there's a lot of people who battle with that, like finding and making peace with that idea. And I think that's another thing that I would definitely encourage you to do in as much as I'm encouraging you to reflect on things that you're doing and think about whether you should still be doing them think about the relationships, your friendships, how much value are they they adding in your life Um, and take those moments of just going and having some alone time, going on hikes by yourself, going on jogs by yourself to think and just play some lo-fi music with no words that are going to distract you and get you thinking about what they're saying or classical music, just think, just think, just process, think about what kind of a year and use your imagination. What kind of a year would you like to have? What are some of the things that you're constantly holding on to and that you're afraid to let go of? And these, if you do this, this step first and then go to therapy, it'll really help you give your therapy sessions or counseling sessions some direction. Um, yeah, and, and, and I definitely think it'll help you more than anything. Now, Coming back to the fact that in as much as I'm encouraging you to go out and, you know, think about what kind of things you're committed to, I'm also encouraging you to accept some of the things that you have to do. There are some things that you're going to want to do some things that you're going to find a lot of joy in doing, and other things you're just not going to enjoy doing, but you know that you have to do them because they are part of what you are trying to accomplish. Um, And these are the hardest things, especially for people who are inspired, people who are artistically inclined, people who are visionaries, it's hard, and people who are very entrepreneurial, it's hard for us to accept the things that um, don't closely align with what we're trying to accomplish right it's very difficult for us so i'm going to encourage you to just take a moment and accept those like just swallow that pill um, and understand the bigger picture of the things you're trying to build i mean all of us think that um, the famous people that we look up to you know the um, Oprahs of the world or a famous minister or you know whatever big person inspires you you might assume that all they do is the thing that they enjoy but to do the thing that they enjoy they have many other things that they understand very well that this is a a thing that I have to do it's not a thing that I enjoy doing and um, definitely don't try to become the person who only does things that they enjoy because then you're going to live a very incomplete life um and obviously the, the 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 more you grow in whatever you do, you will find people to do the things that you don't enjoy. But when you start, and especially in the beginning, embrace the things that you don't enjoy. And that's a very good way to kick off a year, right? Um and I think another thing that I I would like to encourage you to zoom into, which I've already briefly mentioned, um just look at the relationships that you have in your life and really ask yourself the question of, should I still be friends with this person? Is this person helping me get to become a better version of myself, or get from point A to point B? Um, And this is not to say that every relationship in your life should exist for the purpose of getting you somewhere in life. Um, Definitely not. But you absolutely should not be with people who talk down at you. And you know, have some kind of view that God put them in your life because he's trying to teach you something. That That's a very unhealthy view of life. Um, and it, sometimes you just have people that you bump into in life. And it's not necessarily that God wanted to teach you something through them. And, and, and especially, and this is the hardest part, often you find that these people that you should be distancing yourself from are family and i'm definitely not going to say that lightly because i understand just how important family is to us you know the fact that it's it's such a an oxymoron or some to some extent even a paradox to have to distance yourself from the person who put a lot of effort and use their money and probably even nurtured you to become the person that you are today but unfortunately you may find that even the people that are closest to you are toxic they talk down at you. They always tell you that you're not good enough. They tell you that you're not pretty, you're not handsome, or you don't speak well, or they're always critical of you. That's not a healthy environment to be in. Um, and, and those people have issues of themselves that they need to work on and deal with, and you should definitely approach them with grace. And what I'm not what I'm not saying to you is that you should completely cut off <laughs> your life with them. Absolutely, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, Create a healthy distance between you and them. And that's definitely going to benefit you in the long run. Now, there's many other things that you might have to or need to uh, reflect on uh, before facing the year ahead of you. But I would encourage you to at least do those, right? Um, and and definitely do think about the things that are important to you for this year. Usually there's about three, right? If you go just above three, then that's okay. But you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Do you want to focus more on your life financially? Do you want to focus on your health, eating healthy, f- exercising physically? Do you want to focus on, on more healthy relationships? Perhaps you are a person who's um, um, fulfilled career-wise. Maybe you are a person who is already living a healthy life, which there are people like that. Perhaps you're you're fulfilled in those areas. And what you want to work on is having more fulfilling relationships. Then that should be something that you do make a priority read books, find ways on what does it mean to improve in that particular area. And I really think that if you do pay attention to those aspects and do those exercises before you even start living out the year, then you will definitely see a better version of yourself when the year ends. And you'll definitely see a difference in the way that this year unfolds for you as previous years have.